our galaxy has been invaded by an alien space station whose powerful laser beam is drawing vital energy pods away from your spaceships. Your mission is to attack and destroy this violator of the intergalactic peace accord. You must gather up your scattered energy pods before you risk an assault on the space station. Then, using your energy pods, you block its ports, causing the laser to overload and self-destruct. Hello, world and the galaxy. This is the Board Dads Podcast. I am your host, Captain Sean, along with Space Cadet Andrew. Why are you a space cadet? This is half your show. You should at least be lieutenant. Um, I have no idea what lieutenant is. It's an archaic British if, term. If I have to choose, can I be the right tenant? You can, yes. Is this the right choice? That is the right choice. I mean, always choose the right choice. Right uh, choice. It's an archaic British term. But... For um, all the Brits across the pond. Hello. Yes. So we're going to go ahead and get this podcast started. Today we're discussing 1978's Laser Attack Game. Um, this is a game made by Milton Bradley. Set in space. Set in space. And it's for two, three, or four players. Apparently you have to have two, three, or four. You can't say two, two, four. In the late 70s, there was no dash. I guess it hadn't been invented yet. hadn't been invented yet. Yeah. But as you heard in that intro, which I did not write, uh, your object in the game is to destroy the enemy space station. And the way this game works is, like we said, two to four players, ages seven and up, Milton Bradley. Um, The the game comes with a game board, which is like one of those fold-out flat game boards, but it's actually pretty large. Needlessly large. Needlessly large. And each player chooses a different color spaceship, and takes their five energy pods, which are all made of plastic, and they're three-dimensional. All the spaceships look more like, when they don't have the pods on them, they kind of look like a big building, or maybe like a, they're more like a space station than a spaceship. Yeah, yeah, a space station for sure, or a building. It almost looks like a futuristic building. However, on the side... Slash Jedi Temple. On the side of each spaceship, what do we have on there? Uh, Well, since we're the Intergalactic Peace Accord, there's peace signs literally on, on each side of the ship. Which we just noticed before we started recording this. I never knew that was there. Um, Anyway, so what you do is everyone picks a color. Which I think it's important to note here that we have red and not-so-red as options. Also yellow and blue. Um, And so what you do is you put all the energy pods in certain areas around the board. The instructions tell you where to put them. And the board is basically set up almost like like, um, concentric rings, um, essentially orbiting this center black mass. And in the center, you put this big black, not a Death Star, Death Star called the Space Station. It's made of plastic, it's three-dimensional, it's pretty large, and that basically sits right in the middle of the board, and everything else are basically these rings kind of orbiting around it. It's kind of how the board is set up. Um, now, the way this, this actually works is in the middle of this um, Space Station, there's a, you put a battery in there, a AA battery, and there's a natural light inside there, and so every turn before you move, you spin the light, like that. That's the no- that's the spinning noise. That's the spinning noise. That's, and that's what the future of space travel sounds like. Yes. That's what the future is now. Uh, so, But when you do that, then a little light will illuminate out of these little portholes in the side of the space station. I think there's about 12 total, I think. And these little lights, and the light will literally shine out of just one porthole, um, down, kind of going the length of the board. And while you're moving around in your spaceship trying to collect your little energy pods, if the light hits you, 
then there's some negative effects that happen. You basically can lose your energy. You've been shot by the enemy's laser, but don't worry, you cannot die. Yes, that's yes, that's true. You can't die. Uh, but basically, yeah, so what you do is you in, in your little spaceship, you kind of move around in a circular fashion around this not Death Star, Death Star. I guess it could be a Borg ship. Yeah, it kind of looks like a Borg ship, maybe. But it's round. But it's a circle instead of a square. And I'm, I'm just noticing this as well. I think they're supposed to be part of the laser gun as part of the detail on here, but it almost looks like it's, there's houses above, like futuristic space houses on the top of on this the roof, thing. Yeah. yeah, like 12 of them just in a circle. Some high-rise apartments on yeah. there. They could make use of real estate. So it's obviously an anti-capitalist game, for sure. For sure. Um, but anyway, that's basically what the game is. You gather these energy pods, and there's five total. You stack them on top of your, patient, on your, on top of your spaceship. When you have all of them, then you can basically move in for the kill. You have to move in right next to the spaceship, and at right our space station, excuse me. And as you move around, you can basically stick these little pods in the little portholes, and you can take a turn to spin the light. If the light lands on one of your little pods that's jammed in the in the hole, then the station is essentially self-destructs and gets destroyed, and you win. Yeah, you essentially clog the toilet, and they try and shove something up the toilet, and it just implodes. And just backs up everything. Backs the whole, up everything. Backs up their whole plan. Sewage is everywhere. Um, I, will, I will say this as well, is that every player in this, even though we're all with the Intergalactic Peace Accord, you kind of don't work together on this. There's only one winner. You can't share the glory. Not cooperative. But all players in this game are actually called Space Captains. It's in the rulebook. Space Captains when it's not your turn. Yeah, and then Space Control when it is your turn. Now, something that I need to know, maybe it's because Everyone's so peaceful. But what year do you think this game takes place in? Obviously, the year 2000. Okay. Why, if it's in space, why can we only melee attack this thing? Why can't we shoot it? We have to be right up on this thing and, like, touch it in order for us to actually do anything to it. Why can we only melee? Well, I think it's actually ray-shielded. So if you use proton torpedoes. But, but, no, but no trench. But why... Flying. Why do we have to be right up on it? Why can't we, like, shoot it from afar, you know? You know, we don't make the rules. Uh, you have to talk we to just them. play them. Boom. Yes. Just talk to get them. Milton. Get Milton. Yeah. Milton Bradley, if you're listening, which I know you are. Mr. Milton and Mr. Bradley. Please give us a call at boarddads at gmail.com. You can call us there or email us there. Yeah, we have some We have some notes on the game. For, uh, the, for, for the second edition, revised edition. Please, yeah, please let us which, know. which doesn't exist. Um, I picked this game up used from uh, Goodwill. I think so. Yeah. Um, and we, I think we only played a couple times. I won both times, so therefore Andrew didn't like it automatically. This game he sucks. Lost. He lost. This game sucks. Um, but that's basically the game. I honestly think it's... I mean, the ages are 7 to adult is what it says in the box. And I definitely think this game could be enjoyed by kids because, you know, it's colorful. There's a little light that spins. It's space age and, you know, cool. Um... But there's not really much to it. I mean, the the board is kind of cool because it kind of has this sort of astro astronomical, that's not a word, astronomy-type vibe to it. So you have the center, not Death Star, space station in the middle, and then there's this red ring color on the board. It's called the Destruction Zone. Outside of that is the Purple Damage Zone, and then outside of that is the Black Zone. And there's different things that can happen to your ship depending on what zone you're in if the light lands on you. Which can range anywhere from your and you lose an energy pod and you have to and, and and you get shot to the edge of the orbit, I guess, or it can suck the energy pod into the space station and gets removed from the game. It doesn't clog the port if it does that, though. I, I 
Yeah. We, we checked. Uh-uh. Also, um, when you get attacked in this game, it's almost like a tractor beam. They just pull you in, which, if you have all your pods, that kind of helps you anyway. It sort of does, um, although it's, um, it's, it's kind of a luck of the draw, because you can in- increase your chances of defeating this thing by just jamming all your pods into the portholes, you know, all five of them, and then giving it a whirl, or you can just do it one at a time and, and, and try spinning it every time and seeing if you just get lucky and it lands on your, on your porthole thing. Laser attack. Laser attack. <laughs> laser attack is what we're talking about today. Now, I want to talk about the box for a second. Uh, it says laser attack game. Attack and destroy the dreaded enemy laser. Um, before the intergalactic peace accord, these guys are jerks because they're not following that. But the box has four children playing it. Um, and there's one girl, so it's very progressive. But they all have... She's actually not playing, she's just watching it. If you, if you look closely, there's three boys playing, and she's watching from the side. No, the, no, 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 the, <laughs> she's playing, there's four spaceships on the board. Oh, okay. There's four spaceships on the board. <laughs> it's, no, it's not Battleship, like, 1950, where the girl's on the back doing dishes. No, she's, she's an active participant here. But the, the boy's hair is just this awesome mop of 70s, Goodness. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. And the letters are outlined in yellow and pink in kind of a psychedelic space type of way. Yeah. Attack and destroy the dreaded enemy laser is what it says on the cover of the box. But pretty simple game, honestly. Like, the rule book is pretty simple. Everything's pretty simple. Um, the one thing I did think was interesting is that the um, there's actually, like, care instructions for this laser. That. Um, there's care instructions on the back that apparently says, over a period of time, the spinner may lose some of its rotating speed. If this occurs, invert the space station and apply a few drops of mineral oil in these three specific areas they have labeled on this thing. Apparently, other oils may damage the plastic. So Don't use olive oil. Thanks for that. Where am I going to get mineral oil? Also, can we use whale oil? Is that a thing? Yes. Hard to come by. Okay. You have to know somebody in the black markets. Probably like the, the super underground black market. It's like black markets from like 1850. If anyone has whale whale oil, let us know. We need to, to lube we this thing some, up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we need some whale oil to kind of lube up our Death Star here. Wait, um, not a Death Star, Death Star. Not Death Star, sorry. Well, Star Wars came out, the first one came out in 1977. This game came out in 78. Definitely not a Death Star. Just a coincidence that it happens to be black and big and... Uh, a laser that kills everything. A laser that kills everything right in the... Look, it was him for that small moon. <laughs> That's no moon. General Kenobi. <laughs> Hello there. Alright, so maybe we're rambling enough. Which is the best part of the pod. Which is the best part of the pod, but what are your thoughts on this game, bro? You know, I think with a little bit of love, I think this game could be brought up to date. Uh, as you play, different things happen depending on how the laser shoots. There's different effects that happen on the board, like all space captains move one direction this way, or if it's not your turn, the you know the next player takes a move for you, or they move your pod. There's ways that you can help people, there's ways that you can hurt people in this game, based on how the laser falls. Well, I think sometimes it's almost like the laser is like mind control, because there's sometimes where the laser lands on you, and it shoots you to the edge of the orbital rim, I guess. Then it'll it'll literally say, space control. 
pick an opponent's ship and move that ship anywhere you want. Well, not anywhere. One space well, what, along the green track. Or where, but wherever, wherever you want. So implying that this is actually like a mind control device of sorts, in addition to an actual laser that can basically blow everything up. A mind control laser. A mind laser control. A mind... Yes. Laser mind attack. Mind lasers. Master laser mind attack? Laser minds. That's our band. Laser minds. Copyright. Patent pending. Yeah. Four deaths. Four deaths. At laser attack. Anyway, uh, like I was saying, I think the game isn't bad. It's not necessarily good either. On the BGGs, it has less than a 6 rating, and it has a 5.92 based on 64 popular votes, none of which belong to the Board Dad podcast, but Salvatore0134 rated a 10. I think a 10? That's yeah, really that's, generous. Yeah. Also, I think one of those ratings is mine. I'm pretty sure I rated this. Well, Walt Mulder did. He said, not the worst game to play with kids and even adults if you want a few laughs and don't mind the luck. Cool spinning light. Nostalgic fair... And an oversized box. Thank you, Walt Mulder, for that, that, intro, that uh, Skating review. review. Skating review. And you rated it a six point something. Let me see here. Let me see here. 6.2, Walt Mulder. How do you sleep at night? Out of 10. Out of 10. It's okay. Sorry. Anyway, but I think the game overall is okay. Does it get the Dave Pimmon stamp of approval? I don't think Did so. Did he review this? He doesn't have to. We couldn't find the reviews on him. Dave Pimmon. Yeah, uh, but... There's the Dave Pimmon Foundation, and he looks for these last four games to send to us. The Dave Pimmon Foundation. So, if anyone has some lost, lonely board games, the Dave Pimmon Foundation will gladly take them off their hands and, and put them to use amongst various board dads. Helping men find themselves through board games. Thank you, Dave Pimmon, for all you do. Noble, a noble cause. A noble cause, Dave Pimmon. I like the game, too. Um, it moves fairly quickly, um, so it's not like one of those games that kind of, it's, it's like pretty basic and boring and drags on. Not really like that. It is fairly basic. Um, not, I don't think it's super boring, but it is very easy to pick up. Um, but it doesn't, to me, it didn't feel like it was dragging. Like, I won fairly quickly without having to expend a lot of effort or, uh, anger. Or, or getting really frustrated, like, oh, this is taking forever. Let's just end it. Let's just, let's just cheat and bend the rules a little bit so we end the game quicker. You know, we didn't have to do that. Which I thought was kind of nice. I will say one thing, though. Like I had mentioned before, when you spin the laser and it points down the track at the end of that track, is like Sean said, it's, there's a thing there that happens. At the beginning of the game, every single time it lands on something, something's going to happen. But towards the end of the game, I probably said the last third of the game, those things that are supposed to happen at the end really have no effect because it just doesn't apply anymore. This, the energy pods are all collected or they're all moved out of the way or something is just doesn't allow it to happen. And that part right there for me was a little frustrating because I was behind and there was no way for me to catch up other than that laser attack piece either hitting him directly or be something happening, you know, by it going down at the end of the board, at kind of the end of the turn there like we talked about. And as it dra- as the game dragged on, there was less and less chance for me to actually be able to affect him in any way and catch up. I went into hyperspace. These crates don't look like they can go to hyperspace. Well, no ship that small is a cloaking device either. Well, how small do you think this is? It has peace signs on it. It does. And for being a peaceful, what is the intergalactic peace accord? I mean, peace signs on our ship. All we literally do is try and blow up this big laser that just showed up out of nowhere. It's a violator. It is a violator of the intergalactic peace accord. Um, the other thing, too, I thought was interesting is in the rule book, there's, there's up, up to four players for this game. 
But even if you play with two or three, you always put all the energy pods for every color, every player on the board every single time, even if you only have two or three players. So you may have one where, like, no one's playing the blue guy, but hit the, the blue energy pods are still on there. And so they're still getting moved around and sucked into the space station for no reason. So I think that alone kind of, like, slows the game down a tad just because it adds, like, a different piece in there it doesn't necessarily have to be there. Well, it kind of does because I can use it to clog, your, clog you up and hedge up your way. So, like, oh, you're trying to get here, you, you can't move because I blocked it up with another energy pot or something like that. So it, I can hamper your movement a little bit with those things. My progress. Pro- progress. But uh, it's feeble at best. Do you think the plans are hidden in the escape pod? There's no life forms aboard, so no, I don't think so. <laughs> Hold your fire. <laughs> Like, why do you hold this fire? Just shoot it. Might as well shoot it. Well, they don't want people to know that they're murdering innocent civilians that are trying to escape. Since when has the Empire cared about PR? <laughs> the Emperor, maybe not. Uh, Lord Vader, maybe not. But, you know, your average stormtrooper? Commandant? You know, I don't know. If anyone out there knows about the Empire's PR stunts and s- stuff, let us know. We want to hear from the HR department from the uh, Galactic Empire. Uh, give us a call. 1-800-BOARD-DADS. Or email us at boarddads.gmail.com. Or look us up on one of the social media. Anyways, that is laser the Laser Attack game, Milton Bradley. If anyone else has played this game or has some nostalgia attached to it, let us know. If anyone's painted this not a Death Star, that'd be cool to see. I think if it was painted, because it's Plaztec. Yeah. So I think that could be painted. If anyone wants to paint that... Or, or turned it, or turned it into an actual Death Star, like completed the mold or whatever. And yeah. Um, also, if I do want to know if anyone has lubricated this thing with anything other than light mineral oil, I want to know what happened to your device. Whale oil, I say again. Um, maybe some crude oil. Crude oil. Uh, some king oil, maybe. Just some king oil. Epi- episode two. Bingo. Episode two. There you go. Callback. Callbacks. If you haven't listened to episode two. What are you doing here? Go back and listen to episode two. Yeah, why are you starting? Actually, listen to episode one first. I why, why are you starting on this episode? Go just jump right into episode seven. Were we episode seven? I have no idea. This is episode 7.5 in a multi-part series. Um, okay. So we also like to just take a moment and to uh, apologize for the long delay between episodes. Special congratulations to our very own Andrew Oborn here. Space Cadet Andrew. Space Cadet Andrew Oborn for having your very own Space Cadet. <laughs> yes. What he means by that is my wife gave birth uh, earlier this month to our first boy, but our fourth child. A healthy man child. And he's fat, which is good for a baby. He is. He is. And we'll get him, we'll definitely get him attacking this laser here soon enough. Give him his own spaceship. He can have his choice between the red or lesser red. Yes, the lesser of two reds. Yeah, colorblinds need not, need, need not apply. In fact, I'm playing with the red and orange piece, I think it's with the orange, right now, and I put one energy pod on the ship without realizing it's actually two separate colors. That's how close in color they are. Yeah. So, anyway, so that's Laser Attack. If anyone's modded this game, has memories playing it, or... If you've included an actual laser, I'd be interested to see that. Yeah, an actual laser that maybe does destroy stuff. Or maybe if you just look at it, it hurts your eyes. That would be cool. Yeah. Blinding laser, temporary blindness, this laser. Uh, let us know. Or any similar games you've played. We, we kind of like these kind of quirky games that have these weird 
you know, little kind of one-off game components, you know, with the gimmicks, gimmicks, props, props, things that sound like this. We have to try and edit that into something like if we're going to swear on the podcast, like, oh, what the? We don't swear on the podcast. This I know, is a I know, show. but no one would know that. It would kind of make us seem edgy. But this is a family-friendly show. Like yeah, that? Just like that. See, no one knows what you said because the Death Star covered it up. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm I'm not editing that. That's fine. I'm gonna leave that there. That's fine. That's fine. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. And as always, stay tuned for more episodes. We promise not to have a delay that large again. I don't think any of us are planning on having any more children anytime soon. At least I'm not. I'm not my, my brother here. Well, they take ten months to grow. So, no. True. That's a true statement. Uh, I do want to thank uh, Dr Pepper Snapple Group uh, for sponsoring the podcast. So thank you. Now known as the Kroger, Keurig, Keurig, Kroger. Sorry, Keurig Group, Keurig Group, or Dr Pepper Snapple, whatever. Uh, specifically, Venom Energy. Thank you for all you do and the energy in which you provide. Keep us going. Yeah, not necessarily green energy. Uh, this energy here, I believe, is a light red to orange color. Uh, they have purple energy, green, pink as well. So the black mamba variety. Yes, very, very different colors of energy, but all good. So thank you, Dr Pepper Snapple, for all you do. And with that, space captains, space control wishes that you stay bored. Stay bored.